Hey, and welcome to The Short Stuff. I'm Josh, there's Chuck, and Jerry's here, um, sitting in on behalf of producer Dave, who actually produces these. So I guess she's maybe encroaching on Dave's territory. I don't know. I don't want to put my foot in that hornet's nest. But anyway, <laughs> this is short stuff, like I was saying. About pimiento cheese. Yeah, yeah. I don't I, know why I said that with Italian, because it's Spanish. That was close. Um, it's nearby. But the... Uh, the fact is, Chuck, you've just hit upon uh, an artifact of culinary history that there used to be an extra I in pimento. And everyone said, I don't like this here. I don't like the way it looks. I don't like how it sounds. I'm getting rid of it. And by God, we did. <laughs> and I don't like you. <laughs> what do I got to do with it? <laughs> right. I'm just a poor pimento farmer. I've just been saying pimiento. That's what I don't like. <laughs> Yeah, so this is about pimento cheese, the uh, the delicious, one of my favorite things uh, that you can eat here in the South mm-hmm. that many people, most people, I think, associate with the South. Yeah, for sure. But it's not actually from the South, is it? No, it started in New York, they think, as a matter of what? fact. What? Yes, what indeed, Chuck. Um, around World War One, and even more what than that, pimento cheese bore almost no resemblance whatsoever to what we think of as pimento cheese today. It had the pimentos, those pimento peppers from Spain that are much milder than your average hot chili pepper, but they'll also have like a little bit of, a little bit of kick to them, and they're worth putting in. Um, mixed together with um, cream cheese, mustard, and some chives. That was mm. the original pimento cheese, and it does not That sound, sounds delicious. I don't think it sounds very good, but apparently... Uh, America around World War One was just absolutely nuts for it. Not just World War One. Apparently, from about the 1920s up to the 1940s, that form of pimento cheese was all the rage. Yeah, uh, it was easily tinned. Uh, it was easily shipped. Yeah, I think soldiers. It was um, a big part of their rations in the war. Oh man! So it was a little slice of home. Okay, I could there, see it like that in a little green can. Yeah. And uh, I think, you know, depending on what kind of mustard, if it was a, I'm not not the biggest mustard guy, but there are some kinds of. Coleman's. Uh, some kinds of brown mustard I will eat in other things, but not just on its own. Have you had Coleman's yellow, fancy yellow mustard? Yeah, I'm not into yellow mustard at all. Okay, um, this is. More brown. I know what you're saying. Totally get it. Give Coleman's a chance. In what? I, it doesn't matter. It's just. You you know how Dukes is just somehow different in all the best ways as far as mayonnaise goes? Mm-hmm. Coleman's is just that way with yellow mustard. It's not like, it's like, oh, this is what yellow mustard is supposed to taste like. You know what I mean? I'll have to see. I mean, I, I historically Please. have not had a yellow mustard I've ever liked at all. And I generally don't like mustard at Please, all, but I occasionally w- will like it in a dish. Okay. <laughs> You're telling me to try something I really kind of hate? You, I'm telling thinking you, thinking that I will like it because you like it. You, no, I'm just trying to turn you on to something I think you're, is going to change your life. That's all I'm saying. Just try right, it. Well, once. I just, I just don't like mustard. I'll try Coleman's, and maybe it's, uh, it, maybe it doesn't taste like mustard. Just get yourself a little, <laughs> just a little bowl, not a big bowl, and then uh-huh. you know, put a bunch of Coleman's mustard in it. Get yourself a spoon. Oh God! Give it a yeah. half an hour. <laughs> that makes me want to rally. <laughs> and then, and then see what you think. So. Cream cheese as pimento cheese, those sweet little red pimiento peppers uh-huh. uh, 
in the 1800s, late 1800s, they started coming to America from Spain. Yeah. And, you know, people liked them. They were colorful. They were mild. They weren't very spicy at all. And Americans of that era thought that it was very pal- a very palatable thing to them. Yeah, and cream cheese was pretty new around the same time, too. So people said, let's see what happens when we put these together. And they said, oh, this is really good. And so that version of pimento cheese sandwiches started popping up in, like, good housekeeping cookbooks and things like that. And so... Um, uh, food companies started mass producing. They they made mass produced versions, like the soldiers got in World War One. That stuff was flying off the shelves. And so, if you were having you know um, friends over for you know finger food or something like that, you would probably serve pimento cheese sandwiches. But it would be a pimento spread that you would buy at the store and spread onto bread, and then there you go. Um, and that is nothing like what pimento cheese is as we think of today. And it, the the whole reason that it made this transition was because the South is wacky. And I think, Chuck, we should take a uh, message break and then come back and talk about how the wacky South took pimento cheese and made it a million times better. That's right. I'm going to go have a spoonful of mustard <laughs> and vomit and be right back. <laughs> All right, so pimento cheese is all the rage all of a sudden. Uh, they've, they've dropped that I in the recipes in America, so f- people finally understood it here in the U.S. They started mass producing it, and it was in grocery stores. And then the South steps up and says, it's even here in Georgia, as a matter of fact, and said, you know what, I think we can grow these little peppers right here. Can we have some seeds, Spain? Yeah, in fact, Griffin, Georgia, became the pimento capital of the United States. That's right. They got the seeds from the Spanish consulate in the early 1900s. And by the time 1916 rolls around, they, they're harvesting this stuff. They're making it rain with pimentos. And people are <laughs> going are. crazy. So, so Griffin, Georgia, was the pimento capital during that first cream cheese pimento cheese boom between the 1920s and the 1940s. Um, but the thing is, is in the South... Um, either there wasn't easy access to cream cheese or people were just like, I don't like this Yankee cream cheese stuff. Let's try something it was different. That. I'm it guessing it was first. that too. Yeah. So they, they took what was a mass produced cheese spread and decided to decoct it into their own thing. The South did. And they, they kind of took the idea of pimento cheese and like turned it into something totally different. They got rid of the cheese, the cream cheese. They did away with the mustard. They didn't have anything to do with chives. And instead, they said, let's keep the pimentos, so we can still call it pimento cheese, but let's change absolutely everything else. And it's kind of, Chuck, akin to saying, like, uh, this this deviled chicken spread that's mass-produced that you, you make a sandwich out of. Let's figure out a way to alter that and call it chicken spread still, but then that will become the new chicken spread, and the other chicken spread will be lost to history, basically. What's a what's a chicken spread? Oh, you've never had chicken spread, eh? Uh-uh. It is a salty delight, Chuck. Is it like tuna fish salad or something? Or chicken salad? Uh, yes. 
No, it's actually basically whipped chicken with mild chunks in in it. Still, and you just it's, it's as salty as the day is long, and you just put it on some bread, and you've got a little sandwich. So don't add anything else to it. You just chicken spread on bread or toast, plain bread or toast, and eat. And um, like you'll you'll prune up from from all of the salt that uh-huh. suddenly invades your body, but it's really tasty, if not really really bad for you. I think I know what you're talking about because when I worked at Golden Pantry in Athens in college, yep. th- there would be uh, like road workers would come in during the middle of the day and get like potted chicken, tin chicken and saltines yep. for their lunch. Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. Um, or Vienna sausage would be on the same aisle with it. Oh, well, I've had those. Okay. Sure. Yeah. If you just look slightly to the left of the Vienna sausage, you're going to find the <laughs> deviled chicken spread. Blow the dust off of it. <laughs> it's so good, though. I mean, it's tasty. It's not good. Good's the wrong uh, word. Sure. It's, it's just yeah, a tasty, gotcha. terrible snack. <laughs> All right. So here in the South, uh, like you said, they said, let's change it up altogether. They said, we don't like that cream cheese. We don't eat bagels down here in the South. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's find something else that's white and delicious and abundant. And that thing is mayonnaise. They replaced the cream cheese with mayonnaise. That was step one. added other cheese. You still got to get cheese. Sure. I think just because, you know, they felt guilty about not adding cheese, just having mayonnaise and pimentos. (laughs) That wouldn't be a dish. But they added shredded cheese, usually cheddar, and apparently it's your preference, up to your preference, whether you use sharp or mild cheddar. But that's the other big ingredient. So you've got pimentos, mayonnaise, shredded cheese. You basically have pimento cheese with just those three ingredients. Yeah. And, you know, pimento cheese has become one of those things where every family has their own recipe uh, if you're into pimento cheese. And like you said, there are some small variations. You can add some little spices here and there. You can add uh, some non-cheddars. You can add a few different kinds of cheese if you want. Uh, proportions may change a little bit. It's basically the same thing. Um, I've seen people add bacon and jalapenos. And, uh, you know, my favorite is the palmetto cheese. But I started to – have you ever had the palmetto cheese? Oh, yeah. I did my I did some research, though, and I, I, I kind of fell off them. Well, I did that same research. <laughs> And I kind of stopped halfway through because I was like, I don't really know if I want to know anymore. Sure. Have you, and I think I mentioned this last time we talked about Palmetto, which is when I started to do research, but um, Queen Charlotte from Charlotte, North Carolina, and they're a Stuff You Should Know listener. They sent us some, if you'll remember, and it is just absolutely amazing stuff. It's really, oh, I never got really any good. That cheese. If you can get your hands on Queen Charlotte um, Palmetto cheese, you, you're Got pretty much the best you can get. But the Why are you fact hoarding is, the cheese? Huh? They sent us cheese. You're hoarding the cheese. This was years ago, and I offered it to you, and I think you turned it down. I would never no. just hoard something that somebody sent to us. You're crazy. <laughs> I don't remember. You're like, no. Just, here, have some of this mustard. <laughs> you love mustard. <laughs> right. They sent us mustard and then some <laughs> other stuff you don't care about. Well, I'll have to try that, Queen Charlotte. You should. Um yeah, of course I I would have like I would not have just hoarded something somebody sent to us. Come on. All right. So um the great thing about pimento cheese too is you can just make it yourself at home. Sure. Which if just, you got those three things. Yeah. So that's what I would I would suggest trying. Um you could also chuck go to the Masters, which are very well known for pimento cheese, right? Yeah, they just had the the new fall classic. So if you go to the Masters, even if you've never been to the Masters like me, you know that they have a pimento cheese sandwich there that's like 
as important as the golf that's being played. And they sell them for $1.50. But apparently there was a bit of a scandal because they used a guy named Nick Rangos who made their pimento cheese from the mid-1950s all the way until 1998. And the the Augusta National people said, you know what, we're going to switch over to somebody else. Why would they do that? I don't know. They're but, all about tradition. But get this, the the caterer they switched to is named, is their company is called Wife Saver, which if I have ever encountered a company that's owned by a man who's not married, it's whoever named Wife Saver, <laughs> caterers. But um, he, he couldn't get the recipe from Nick Rangos. Nick Rangos said, you know what, you're going to drop me? This secret recipe is going to stay secret. And in of fact, course. he carried the secret recipe to his grave. But Wife Saver figured out how to make it and figured out that there is indeed a secret secret ingredient to that recipe, and they're keeping that recipe secret too. So no one knows how to make the pimento cheese at um, Augusta National except for uh, John Wife Saver. <laughs> And also, you know, if you've if you're from a different part of the country, you've never had it. It's generally eaten cold. Like you spread it on a cracker, you can uh, you can eat just a pimento cheese sandwich between two pieces of bread. Yeah. Uh, or you can use it as your cheese if you have like a a turkey sandwich or something, and you yeah. want to use pimento cheese instead of sliced cheese. That's delicious. It's also good with um, cheeseburgers. Is is the cheese on a cheeseburger? Yeah, like you can eat it hot uh, or warm. It's generally served cold, but. Uh, it is it is pretty good on a cheeseburger. It is good. It tastes totally different hot than it does cold. I mean, not not like oh, this is the hot version of pimento cheese. It tastes like a different thing almost. Oh, you think? I think so. It really brings out the the like heat in the pimento to me. I don't find pimentos to have any heat. I need to I need to branch out. I need to grow some pimentos. I'm curious to do that. You go down to Griffin and be like, hey, give me some pimentos. Yeah. You got anything else? I got nothing else. Well, that's it for short stuff, everybody. Pimento cheese away. Stuff You Should Know is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.